Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about everything embedded, industrial, IoT, automotive, medical, security, all that stuff. I'm here for this week's Embedded Executives interview, and this week my Embedded Executive is Dusty Kramer, who is the CEO of Eurotech. Good afternoon, Dusty. How are you? I'm doing well, Rich. Good afternoon to you as well. So uh, when you get married, your honeymoon lasts a year, I think. Uh, you've been around at Eurotech since May. Are you still in your honeymoon period? So does that mean I have to go easy on you? <laughs> well, that was, uh, I, I think, when I came back to the organization uh, uh, about May of last year. Um, it actually was my, uh, I'll, I'll say, second tour. I, I, I uh, left for a brief moment in time. I actually joined the Eurotech organization back in 2006, where I led one of the other business units. Uh, you may know the name, the Parvis Corporation, which uh, mm -hmm. was acquired by Curtis Wright in 2013. So I uh, had a, a five-year stint with uh, Curtis Wright and made the decision to come back and work with Eurotech uh, about a year and a half ago. So it's good to be back. So the $64,000 question, can you go home again? Uh, can I go home again? Well, as you know, uh, uh, guys like you and I are life on the road these days, and um, so we <laughs> shall see. We shall see. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. So uh, Eurotech is deeply involved in industrial, and, uh, and I want to take this in a place hopefully you're comfortable with. Um, Looking out at the future, we've been talking about Industry 4.0 for a long time. I think everybody gets what it is, and most, not most, many people are firmly entrenched there. What's next? Is, 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 there is an Industry 5.0, um, but is, is that the next thing? And what does that even mean to people? Well, it, it, it's an interesting question, Rich, and, and I say interesting because you know, and today, depending on what culture you're, you're in, uh, it's viewed very differently. And quite honestly, I think that people are still looking back at, uh, are looking at Industry 4.0 and, and mixing it up between things that were happening in the industrial side or the automation of things that were happening in 3.0. So there are still some confusions going on between 3.0 and 4.0. And it's even further complicated when you look out into other regions. So for example, here in the Western region, we refer to it as Industrial 4.0, but if you look to the east, for example, the Japanese, they call this Society 5.0. So there still are a lot of things, I'll say, uh, in, 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 in the works in terms of implementing and getting the infrastructure and the capabilities that were intended for Industry 4.0. So I think today, you know, we, we still need to be thinking about the steps to get to 4.1, 4.2, 4.4, so on and so forth. So right now, really people don't know what 5.0 is going to be. Um, so I can elaborate on, on, on some of the things that I believe that are happening in 4.0 and how Eurotech is helping enable those types of things, if you'd like. Sure, absolutely. So yeah, the, um, so, so if you go back in time and you look at Industry 1.0, you know, when the mechanisms and the steam and the power uh, was, 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 I'll say, uh, the intent there, and moving into Industry 2.0, which was taking that mechanical side and, and putting it into mass production. 
and then a continuing on to industry point oh where the automation of computers and electronics were starting to be incorporated into the industrial side. Today, Industry 4.0 is, is really taking uh, a, a new look at how do we take that machinery, whether it's in the production manufacturing, how do we take that data collection and develop algorithms through artificial intelligence to interpret that data to make things more autonomous. Where Eurotech is playing a role in this is We've, we've been, for 25-plus years, miniaturizing computers and electronics. And as technology has continued to evolve, so has the power and the capability through commercial items like Intel, NVIDIA, et cetera, et cetera. So being able to miniaturize that and take what has historically been in the data center and taking it to the edge, putting it at the edge, whether it's in a vehicle, and a real easy one to, to point out is in the autonomous market. In the autonomous market, you know there's a race out there. It's, it's you know, for the, for the large automotive manufacturers, um, some have gotten there, for example, with Tesla. But there are General Motors, Waymo's, Baidu's. A lot of companies are really racing to, to go out and build the intelligence, the algorithms by taking what has been traditional supercomputers and putting them onto vehicles that are out there doing that data collection, again, through artificial intelligence, um, gathering uh, the, the things that we as humans take for granted to create a, a, a digital transformation, otherwise a digital twin, so that we can then move into what that next generation of society or industry looks like so that, quite honestly, you know, years down the road, and it's arguable how many years, you're not going to need a car. People won't buy a car. A car will become a service to a person, for example. Yep. But are you suggesting Eurotech will be in vehicle? Uh, yes. So what I'm telling you is that, that today, Eurotech is, is taking the technologies that we've developed and putting them in the vehicles today who are out there gathering the intelligence, building the artificial uh, or the algorithms for these large automotive companies. So, for example, you know, as you drive down the vehicle, you see these cars driving around uh, through the streets today, and they've got LIDARs and sensors and cameras, and you know, people, a large part of the population, I don't think, really understands what's going on. But, in fact, what it's doing is there's a pilot there it pulls up to a stoplight. He or she pulls up to a stoplight. The car sees a, a red light. He sees, the car sees through the cameras, it sees a person walking through a, a pedestrian walkway. It's recording, it's taking that information and, and data logging that and putting into these supercomputers that are fitting into the trunk of vehicles. Then that vehicle goes back to the garage in the evening and it sucks the data down. So. That's just an example of, of what our systems are being used for to help advance the industry, advanced industry 4.0, so that at some point, you know, we talk about it, we see it in the news all the time, driverless vehicles. How far away are we from having this capability? You know, in reality, you know, I, I, I sort of joke about this, but those of, and I'm probably showing a little bit of age here, but those of us who uh, watch the cartoon, The Jetsons, in reality, it's coming to life. Uh, Absolutely. I agree. And it wasn't that long ago that the Jetsons was on, was it? <laughs> That's what I keep telling the young, the, the young crowd these days. But uh, they scratch their head and look at me like I'm a, 
like I'm some, you know, what are you? What was that? <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's... Um, okay. So, again, um, you know, while we're providing the infrastructure um, from a hardware perspective, you know, at some point those algorithms will be developed, and that piece of code or piece of software will sit out on the edge on a much smaller computer, much less powerful but still capable computer. And here's where another piece that Eurotech plays. So not only are we providing the miniaturized or the high-performance embedded computers, but we're also providing the software infrastructure. So we have a, a software uh, framework. We call it Everywhere Software Framework and Everywhere Cloud, ESF and EC, which is a, uh, an IoT, IT implement, uh, software implementation or capability set. So being able to take that information that's learned at the edge and put it into the cloud securely and being able to take that information and interpret it and make good decisions. We've provi we provide that software infrastructure. Not only do we provide that, we've been a major contributor to the Project Eclipse. So there's a, uh, an open source forum, Kapura and Kura, which is where you'll see a Linux distribution or a IoT open source. And if you look at that, you'll see that Eurotech is one of the major contributors, if not the major contributor to that uh, forum. So, so not only are we providing a commercial solution that we provide the security updates uh, so and, and the professional services and capabilities to implement this for large companies, Global 2000, Fortune 500, but we're also putting it out there uh, in the open source and, and making it available for other companies to leverage, much like you've seen with companies like Red Hat, for example. Very good. Uh, I think we're going to have to stop here, but you've provided us a wealth of information. That was awesome, Dusty. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. And, and Rich, I appreciate uh, the time and, and uh, look forward to having some conversations with you potentially down in the future. Thank you very much. That was Dusty Kramer. He is the CEO of Eurotech, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, Dusty. Thank you. You too.